Welcome to the divisional round of Slick Picks. Um, Jared is clapping and ants because he is back, um, fully back. back. It's like he never left. Um, so First sweep of the year. First, First sweep of the year. Just like the Bills brought my A game to the playoffs. Coasted through the year. Playoff time. I said he was going to turn around, and he did. He went a uh, three and three, if you couldn't tell. He earned six points. Raiders, Bengals went under. KC hit. Bang, uh, Bills hit. That's his three picks. He crushed it. I made a very foolish move and swapped my pick to the Eagles. Um, so I would have went through, you know, but I didn't. I went two and three. So I earned five points. Um, so I have 75 points. Jared has 72 points. So I have a small lead on him still. Um, I would think it's kind of stupid to complain about parlays that don't hit and stuff like that. Um, just picked better. But I had a $900 one that missed because I also picked the Eagles in that parlay. Big sad. Tough. Big sad. Um, and with us this week, um, you know, everyone knows him. I barely even need to introduce him at this point. Um, <laughs> Shiel, the book Doshi. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. You know, always great to be here and a playoff edition. So it feels good. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, last year you were the only one who came on three times. And this year you're going to be the only one who came on three times. So um, nice. I'm recording those stats, by the way. Oh, yeah. It should be. It should. It really should be. Um, so have, we're going to just jump. Oh, you got some. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I have a question. I wanted Shield on for this question because, you know, I like to do a little bit of talk. You know, I don't see you guys as much, you know, as I'd like to. So I wanted to know what the uh, Dota beef was oh. on Twitter. Yeah. So, so I I'm feel like I'm a lot of, maybe I'm... more vocal about it. So I'll give my two cents and then we'll, Shield, you can chime in. Um, pretty much Dota is this wonderful, perfectly designed game run by like probably like, eight of the most incompetent people on earth <laughs> valve seems like it's this huge company but it's literally like 14 people in like one conference room that's um, crazy they print money they're like it's not like a lack of money they have tons of money and they refuse to hire anyone else because they're like we gotta keep our budgets low and whatnot um and pretty much there's like and or there's like quarterly tournaments and valve was like yeah because of covid we're just not gonna have it and everyone's like what do you mean you're just not gonna have it like there's a whole pro scene where people it's like livelihood it's like is right. and they're just like nah we're just not gonna do it and uh everyone was sad okay so that's why people are pissed because they canceled the tournaments yeah, yeah it was more so like and it was a timing of the cancellation they canceled it like on after like 80% of the qualifiers were already done. So oh, teams damn. were like fighting for survival to try to make the top four in their division or try to be the top seed and not, or, or like, or not get relegated or something like that. So there were matches where people were just like, what are we playing for? And it just yeah. it held no water. So people were like super upset with their timing more so than anything. That's Valve, man. Valve's yep. been shitty Valve. since I was 12. <laughs> and I played Left 4 Dead too. And they would like, they just didn't give a shit about the game yeah. after it came out. So, you know. Okay. Well, thanks for filling me in, guys. I was Beautiful curious. game, I, though. Highly I, recommend it. Yeah. I've, I've heard good things. And I, I get all Mikey's, like, likes and stuff on, like, my feed. Yeah. Um, just because we, like, interact a lot on Twitter and shit. So, I, I it, it's on my feed a lot for someone who doesn't play Dota at all. 
Yeah, so. I, I almost want to apologize. I'm sorry if like a third <laughs> of your feed is me just screaming at Valve and Valve just ignore. I'm almost a hundred percent sure they've blocked me. I'm like so positive. That's okay. That means you're. That means they hear you. So that's good. That's more impressive than a response, honestly. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. No. So we can we can jump into the the picks, but it just at the end of the day, remember, fuck Valve Incorporated. Um, so the first game of the week is a very exciting one, in my opinion, for a lot of reasons. Um, we got Joe Burrow and the Bengals playing against Derrick Henry and the Titans. I actually don't have a pick on this game, so I'll see if you guys want to chime in with any analysis. I don't have a pick on this game either. Uh, if you do, Doge, you, you can go, but I'll yeah. talk about the game otherwise. Um, I took the Bengals three and a half. Plus um, three and a half, right? Yeah, plus three and a half. On the road, I mean, Tennessee, Cincinnati, not too far, but, like, Joey B, man, this guy is A1. He's he's a stud. And, yeah, it's his second year and whatnot, and he's coming off a massive injury, but he looks great. He's playing great. He's got his boy that he could throw downfield to. The team looks pretty well-rounded on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. So he's I swaggy. never trusted the Titans, even though they – yeah, he's super swaggy, right? But, like – I never tested the Titans throughout the entire season, and I still don't, even though they are the one seed, technically. So I'm just going to ride with the Bengals and hope they prove everyone wrong. I mean, you're the biggest Bengals fan I know in New York. Um, <laughs> you know, anytime I took football with you, somehow the Bengals get brought up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I kind of knew you were going to go that way. And I figure, um, I think we could probably all agree that Joe Burrow might be the coolest guy in football. Like, I hate yeah. to say it, like Josh Allen, like love what he does on the field. Bro, he's, just he just says and does cool shit. Like he's the Jack Harlow of the NFL. Nice. <laughs> Everything he does is just like I, I was cool. Fuck man, that was that was fucking cool. Right, I agree. Um, uh, I'm sure everyone's seen this quote. If not, I'm going to read it out really quickly. Um, media and the fans are going nuts in uh, Cincinnati, and he said uh, the fans were very excited. I tried to downplay it all because. Um, this is going to be going on a lot more around here. This was a great win for us. And this is going to be the standard for the bare minimum every year going forward. A little bit of a word vomit there, but uh, pretty much he's saying like, hey, this is the new new. So get used to it. Um, so I don't know. He's just a very cool guy. But no, I agree. I like this. guy. I don't I don't know. I, I'm sort of stuck in the middle on this one. That's why obviously I didn't touch it. Um, it's pretty crazy to think that there's a real chance that either one of these teams could really be in the Super Bowl. Yep. There's only four teams left in the AFC that can. They're half of them. Yeah. So um, this is more likely than not going to be one of the teams in the Super Bowl, which is yeah. hard to believe. Well, about half a chance. Half the chance. But that's but crazy. I, I, I hear you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to stick up for the Titans here, guys. Uh, I just think they get a lot of hate. My other co-host on uh, A and 8 he's a diehard Titans fan. So I got to ride with him here. I hear a lot about the Titans and they, they've been wildly disrespected from the get go, uh, which is good. I think for a team they want, like if, if I was a, you know, a team, I would want to be slept on. There's no pressure. You, you can use that as fuel. Mike Vrabel coach of the year. Yeah. If you're going to talk about coaching battles, which you bring up all the time, Mikey, Mike Vrabel is as good as any coach. And this team is also, Honestly, honest to God, the healthiest it's been all year, including week one. Which They're is the rare for a team in the playoffs to be healthier yep. now than they were earlier in the year, which is very strange. Yep, yep. And people have these ideas of midseason Titans where they had 25 guys on the injured injury report. And that's not an exaggeration either. They literally had 25 bodies on the injury report. 
Uh, they get them all back. They get Derrick Henry back. They get their linebacker, David Long, back, who I think is very important on that team. Very un, very slept on guy. Keep an eye on him if you're watching the game. Look at David Long. He's a crazy playmaker. Uh, I, I, I mean, this team going into the year, they were supposed to be some high-flying powerhouse offense, right? And we haven't even seen that yet, really. They've got a week of rest. Mike Vrabel's never lost against the spread coming off of a bye week. Oh. It's a crazy stat. I remember hearing that last year. It's unbelievable. Yep. And it's still true. He covered this this uh, year, and then he's getting the bye week right now. So I think he's going to have his boys ready. Uh, on the other side of it, though, you know, Joe Burrow is super swaggy. That offense is potent as hell. Uh, maybe the best receiving core in the NFL. Trey Hendrickson playing lights out all year. I wanted the Bills to give him as a free agent. They did not. That's all right. We're both here. But it's, it, all these games are great. And all these games are also razor thin. You can make a case either way. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I respect your Bengals pick here, Dosh. But uh, I, I, I would pick the Titans personally. I, I kind of feel like – so me and Jared, I think, both lean Titans. And uh, Dosh has the pick on the Bengals. So it's pretty much a, an even split here. The only reason I would lean Titans again is that I think Zach Taylor is a very bad coach. I think uh, Mike Vrabel still can't say his name is a very good coach. Um, so that would be um, the only reason I would probably lean Titans, but I think this game has got to be, I mean, it's the smallest line I'm trying to think, right? Oh no. Rams no. and Buccaneers is also three minus three. And but the other one, other one too. The Bills Chiefs. Yeah. Bills Chiefs. And Chiefs is really close. Yeah. Too. This, this is going to be a great week of football. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> All the lines are tiny like this. You got good football. That means. Oh yeah. Before we move on though, we can't talk Titans without talking Derrick Henry. I mean, back. he's back. I think they're going to make decision tomorrow if he's like hundred, like on the starting roster or not, but it's looking like he's going to be. So having him back, everyone's well rested. Uh, it's just going to be a great game. I'm really yeah. looking for like no blowouts this week. Sam, how many carries do you think Henry's going to get? I it's think there might be downplaying how like hurt or, or maybe uh, how do I word this? I think they might be overplaying how hurt he is like i think he might be healthier than he's pretending to be like wouldn't that be what you would do if you were feeling pretty healthy you'd be like well i don't know going into the game like i'm not sure like if even if if i was pretty hurt i would probably be lying like i'm a hundred percent in i know this is some fucking clown logic here but my thought is that he must be pretty healthy if he's sort of being hesitant about it because he's probably trying to play mind games at least that's my guess who knows right only i think i think he was expected to come back after we are after January 5th or something like that. So like, yeah. you know, Shai's play. playing in the last game at yeah. bye week last week. So he's probably good for a while. Now. I think yeah. he should be healthy. I would say 15 carries. It's about where I'd put it too. He yeah. was ready to come back the last week of the regular season and they yeah. sat him. Yeah. Uh, Makes sense. Well, like they didn't want to push him, you know, yeah. and then they would have pushed him if they didn't have the bye, but they did, which is exactly what the Titans needed. I was saying before the playoffs started, the Titans get the bye, legitimate Super Bowl contender, uh, and they got the bye. So here we are. It's going to be a very good game. I mean, I think this week, I like a lot of dogs this week. So, I mean, by that logic. And my thought process is, is last week is when you got all those shitty teams that stumbled into the playoffs. The Eagles, the Steelers of the world, who just shouldn't be there. They stumbled in and they got their asses kicked and it made the dogs look bad. Now that you've weeded out all these bad dogs, I think you only got good dogs left, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Good boys. Good boys. Good boys. Um, I got a very bad girl in the other room. Uh, Yui, the worst. Oh, she's a... 
nightmare. Um, oh, you're learning the ropes, all right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I think we're ready to move on to 49ers Packers. I think so. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, so I'll just get over my stuff here. It is my two point play. Um, it is right now minus five and a half for Green Bay. Um, that's the side I'm leaning on. Um, under six is awesome when it just comes to a numbers game. You got Green Bay at home, eight and zero, uh, and they play better late at home because they're used to playing in those shitty conditions in Lambeau. Um, rested off a bye. Meanwhile, you got the 49ers going on their third consecutive uh, road game. And all these games have been tough, tough games for the 49ers. An overtime win versus the Rams, which is all to their credit. But again, a lot of effort. Um, and then pretty much the Cowboys make a mistake. Otherwise, it looked like that game also could have been uh, even closer towards the end. Um, so the, the 49ers have put in effort and they're just squeaking by. And I think this is when, you know, all that magic sort of just uh, dries up here. Um, you also got Jimmy G who has a wrist and shoulder injury. And I, you know, the 49ers are being pretty quiet about it, but either he's playing and he's hobbled or you got Trey Lance playing. And I think Trey Lance has a chance to be a good NFL quarterback, but this is not the environment to just drop a rookie in. Hey, it's playoff time. You're playing against arguably the greatest player of all time. And Aaron Rodgers. it's freezing outside. It's playoff conditions. Go out there and do your best kiddo. Do you think uh, they're going to, they're going to put Trey Lance in? I feel like Jimmy Rappel is going to start no matter what. I think, I'm assuming he is going to start. I want to say it's like 80-20, but you still got an 80% chance you're playing a very hurt Jimmy G. I mean, the fact that there's even talk, like I heard there's like at least conversations about Lance. Like it's because um, Jimmy is just that hurt. I don't think he will play. Like I, I wouldn't bet Lance to start or anything like that, but like there's a chance like Jimmy takes a nasty hit and they have to throw the kid out there. Um, so uh, and he also got a lot of injuries for these 49ers. Uh, Fred Warner is questionable. He'll probably play, but he's, again, he's hurt. Got Nick Bosa, questionable. He'll likely play, but again, you got a question, is he 100% there? Um, and then Green Bay, as healthy as, again, a team that's very, very healthy at the end of the season, which yeah, is they got Jair Alexander coming back. Zadarius Smith is coming back. Randall Cobb, which if you want to laugh about, whatever, but when you have injuries to um, – What's his name? Uh, MVS is the initials. Yeah, MVS. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, him, Scantling. Uh, He's out. So the fact you have Cobb coming back is actually a pretty significant deal. And obviously, um, Aaron Rodgers made a fit this offseason to make sure he was on the roster. Um, And, you know, last week I liked the 49ers because I thought there was a coasting mismatch. And it showed because McCarthy made an awful decision at the end of the game. But I don't think that's the case here. Uh, LaFleur is as good as a coach as there's really been in the NFL in a long time. Um, I honestly believe that. So I think it's going to be even from a coaching perspective. So give me Green Bay. Yeah, I uh, you make a lot of good points, Mike. I really can't argue with it. Um, I might have to bet the Packers now after hearing all that. However, that's not my pick on this game. Um, I have the over here, 47 and a half. It's my two-point play. Um, the Packers, I feel it, historically – and let me know if I'm wrong here. Historically, Aaron Rodgers' defense lets him down in the playoffs. Yeah. I feel like they always are letting up a lot of points here. Mm-hmm. Taking a look at their previous, you know, few weeks in the regular season, uh, the Packers' defense. And since November 21st, they've let up 34, 28, 30, 30, 22, 10, 37. That's not good. No, they're not. You know the Packers great. are going to score. Exactly. The Packers are going to score. Fred Warner, Nick Bosa banged up. Those are their two best players. 
I love the 49ers offense. I, I, I really like the 49ers too, because I feel like they're very consistent. I see them putting up 24 points, basically, no matter how this goes, no matter how you split it, they run the ball. They scheme guys wide open, wide, yeah. wide open. And they'll move the ball. Jimmy G doesn't need to be super healthy because he doesn't really fit the ball in crazy windows regardless. He no. kind of just hits Debo Samuel, Samuel and George Kittle with no one in, you know, 12 yards. feet of them, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think they'll put – I don't think they'll have a ton of issues putting up points. And Aaron Rodgers also pretty much the opposite of how his defense has been playing. He hasn't let thrown a, an interception since November 14th. Yeah. So he's playing – stupid good football right now um i think the and- jimmy g is like he's not a volume quarterback either like just picking back piggybacking off what you're saying like he's not out there throwing 60 like 60 times so like yeah games where he ends with like 15 or 17 he just gotta he just gotta get it to the two guys like you said and let him do the rest yep it's a classic case of a five-yard throw for 30 yards you know yeah, a guy yeah. catches it and it's yak 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 yeah, their team is awesome. Ayuk, Debo, George Kittle. I don't think there's a more fun uh, itinerary out there in the NFL for a quarterback to dish and dunk to. Mm-hmm. So that's what I see happening. I see him putting up 24 points. I see, you know, after what you said, the Packers maybe put up 35 points. It's 50-something points. That's the over. I'm surprised. What's this line at again? 47 and a half. I'm surprised this is a game that's not over 50. I guess they're just saying like cold weather, Lambeau, you kind of think of defense and low scoring games. I don't know, man. I would put this above 50 easily. Well, that's an easy over then. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I actually, I like this a lot. I listened to two betting podcasts and both of them um, agreed that this was their best picks of the week. Um, You know, so over or the Packers over, over betting the over. I just don't like over unders. I just never feel good about placing them. But um, my, I think the logic is there. Right? Yeah, and I, I never, like, I place unders, but I don't like placing them because then you're oh. actively rooting for a low-scoring game. Yeah. Like, I do it a lot in basketball and, like, in football, and it's just not it's not entertaining or it's, like, you want to see the flashy stuff. You want to see them drop 40-plus points or whatever, and oh, yeah. everyone's excited. So, like, I feel like overs are more fun. If you ever want to pump a little gas in the game, get yourself a little more into it, just bet the over. Any just sport, randomly. any just fucking sport, yeah. <laughs> yep, points. Yeah. I want to see scoring. Yep. yep. Uh, Dosh, anything you want to say on this game before we move on? Um, uh, yeah, I, th- I, th- I had the five and a half. I think that's the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had the Packers minus five and a half. Like, like you guys all said, like they had the bye, they're home. Fortnite's are banged up. They squeezed out a win last week. Yeah. So I feel like checking all those boxes, the Packers look pretty good. Cool. I like that we're in agreement here. Let's move on um, to the game that I have the most skin in, and it's uh, Rams Buccaneers. Um, this is my lock. Um, not as much analysis here, but I want to run through it quickly. Then you guys chime in, uh, Tampa Bay has several injuries, uh, all pro linemen, uh, Tristan Wirth is out. Godwin has been out. Um, AB is probably lost in a Costco somewhere. Um, arguably, AB, AB, the AB media tour is electric. <laughs> it's every week. It's something new, literally every week. Did you hear that today? Just today, he put out a statement, just the whole statement. I do not have mental issues. End quote. Yes. Yep. Oh, I saw it. Mm-hmm. True. True, AB. Whatever. You're, You're stable. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And, you know, last week, like, yeah, like Tampa Bay won, but they didn't really beat someone that I think you can really, you know, hang your hat on. Um, you know, it was the Eagles and I bought into the Eagles. That says more about me than it really does about beating them. Um, and historically, when you think about Tom Brady struggling, you're imagining big, big linemen chasing him down. And that's kind of the Rams identity between v- trading for Von Miller. They went out of their way to trade for an aging Von Miller. You look good last had- week. He did look good. He looked maybe the best game I've seen in a long time out of him, frankly. Um, And then you have Aaron Donald, who continues to be just an absolute wrecking ball. He was a defensive player of the year again this year. Um, He destroyed uh, Kyler Murray. I said, I'm just picturing him chasing after Kyler Murray. I said that last week. I think the same thing's going to be going to happen this week. And guess what? Tom isn't as mobile as Kyler. Um, So not a ton to say here. Obviously, I just love the Rams. I'm rooting for um, Matt, and I think it's going to be Bills, Rams in the playoffs. Super Bowl? Yes, that's what I meant. Super Bowl. That'd be fun for us. NFC, AFC? (laughs) I think that'd be blast, actually. I think that'd be super fun. I I really do hope that happens just from a uh, storyline, slick picks uh, standpoint. I hear that. I hear that. I I unfortunately am against you here. Uh, I got the Bucs minus three here. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's nothing personal. Like you got to root for your boy. You yeah. have to make that your lock, no matter what. Yeah. Spoiler alert for the coming up pick. But uh, it's just you made the mistake last week, man. Ben against Tom Brady. I'm just gonna take Tom Brady here. It. I, I just gotta. I so just what is gotta this? do is it. Two point play. This is my one point play. Bucks okay. minus three. Defense looked really good last week. Uh, granted, they were they were, uh, stop the run team playing a run first team, so they kind of matched up very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a little nervous for our boy Matt Stafford. He looked excellent last week, excellent. Yeah, but every now and again, he you know he kind of fucks up a little bit. I'm hoping that doesn't happen because I love yeah. Matt Stafford. You know, I love you. I want you to be happy, <laughs> but Tom Brady's not going to make a mistake. Like you can bet on that. Right. And Matt Stafford might. So that's just all that is. This is my one point play. There's only four games to pick through. Like I said, opening the show, all these games are razor thin. Yep. I don't have a lot of analysis on it. I'm just betting. This is my one point play because I'm not betting against Tom Brady. In the last 20 years, if you just bet blindly on Tom Brady in the playoffs, you're doing good. So what? who am I to say you're wrong? Yeah, man. Oh. And uh, I just got a couple things on this. Um, one. You never bet against Tom Brady in January. Like, yep. it's honestly <laughs> like a, a rule of thumb at this point. You just can't. Maybe you just don't bet in this one. Like, I don't have a bet in this just one. Dodge the game altogether. Yeah, it's just as much as I want to, I just can't. But um, and the the other thing is, when the Rams won last week and they said that that was Matt Stafford's first playoff win, yep. it blew my mind. Like. Like this guy is just so talented and he has been and he is. And just for, I just looked at my watch. I was like, what now is his first playoff win? Like all these years, like, is this, what are we doing? Like, is this real? Like he finally has a team. So yeah, if I were to pick, I, I okay, I'm not going to pick. I, I'm going to take that back. I want the Rams just because they would be more fun. I think. And it would be I would fresh love the Rams, but like I said, you can't, you just can't rule out Tom Brady, no matter like, who's out for him. He'll fucking throw and go run out and catch it himself. Yeah. No, I, I mean, Hey, I, I love that you're rooting for my boy. Um, I appreciate that. Um, this is a pro Rams room. Yeah. 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 Love staff daddy. 
Yeah. No, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I, there's so much slander out there. It's crazy. Some of the tweets, like I get redirected a lot of these like asinine tweets and people being like, congrats, Stafford, you got your first playoff win. You joined the category of like Tim Tebow and they just listed a bunch of fucking bums. And I'm like, that's such dog shit analysis. You've never made it more clear. You don't know what the yeah. fuck you're talking Let about. Um, I'm not going to get all animated. I'm not going to start yelling because the dog in the other room might start yelling with me. Um, but yeah, no, let's get that second playoff win this week. Um, all right, last game to cover, and I'm sure Jared's going to have a lot to say. I have a little bit to say as well, but I'll let him take the lead. Bill's Chiefs. I'm pulling up a stat here. This is obviously my lock. Do you um, want me to, you know, stall for you? Should I give him Not a ride. Uh, give me – okay, I got the stat. It was I, it, I had it on Twitter originally, and Twitter's not loading. Mm-hmm. So throughout NFL history, let me start with this. The Bills had 12 wins this year, including the postseason, by more than 12 points. Seven teams in NFL history have done that. All seven of those teams have won the Super Bowl. Love it. Wow. Bills, plus one and a half, the lock. Got to ride it. Just got to ride it. That's all I can say. Got a ride. That stat makes my heart warm. Um, this game should be crazy. In my opinion, the game of the week. Two young quarterbacks will probably play the Chiefs in this playoffs almost every year. Um, I'm I'm tense, but got a ride. Same as last week. Just got to ride them. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I mean, the Bills have won five straight, all by ten points or more. Um, that was one of my little cute stats. Um, I mean, how do you not love the Bills? I mean, it's crazy here that the Bills just won a game by 30 points in the playoffs, and they're still a dog. Well, the Chiefs also murdered a team. Yeah. Yeah, But was it that big of a differential by 30? I don't know. I guess that's fair. I bet 21. Yeah. With two garbage time touchdowns. Uh, Yeah, that's true. The slaughter. Yeah. It's just crazy to imagine the Bills are a dog. Like, I mean, obviously you got to take the context of Kansas City, but the fact that you're getting a team as good as the Bills as a point, a point and a half, why not? Let's ride. Yeah, let's ride. In a pick'em game, in a pick'em game, take the underdog. Absolutely. And this is pick'em game. Just yeah. don't Miami Dell. Shout out to him. Uh, so I had this whole speech going how I, I had a good feeling this was going to be your lock, but I wondered if you were going to get all anxious about it. So I was going to make it my lock. So at least we would ride together or die together. I ended up making it my one point play. So this is kind of tough for me. I strategically for slick picks only for slick picks purposes. I hope this doesn't hit in real life. Of course, I hope this hit, uh, hits go Buffalo. Um, you just let's said. see here. Um, do I have any analysis here that's interesting? Oh, I think these teams offensively are pretty comparable, but yeah. I will say I think the Bills' run offense can't be understated. I mean, Devin Singletary was They're rated to be the best rusher last week by Pro Football fo- uh, Focus. 81 yards over five rush, uh, five yards per rush, two touchdowns, three receptions, which don't sleep on that. Um, and then this Bills defense is significantly better than Kansas City. They're ranked number one in defensive yards per play. Kansas City, you scroll, you scroll, you scroll, you scroll, you scroll. You find them down at 28. Okay. Um, you know, go Buffalo. Let's break yeah, some Drink some beer. I'll be borderline blackout. <laughs> Just from stress. Like, I got to – like, I'll be stressed. So I'll be slugging booze, slamming pizza. Who will you be with? Are you going to be with loved ones? 
I'll be with uh, my loved one, Anastasia, and then some friends. No diehard football fans, which sucks. So I'm going to look yeah. like a lunatic. Yeah. It's a Sunday night game. Yep. Sunday night game. Are I you going to just like call call 630? No, not the eight. Yeah. I, won't, I won't call out of work. Um, but we'll see. I'll be okay. It'll be, I'll be an unproductive myself, day. Yeah, I promise myself if the Lions ever do make it to the Super Bowl, I don't care if I'm 65 years old. I'm calling out that Monday. I'm calling out that Monday. I want to stay up until the sun rises. I'm assuming they win in this scenario, but either way, <laughs> I'll probably drink myself to oblivion. Um, right. Yeah. If, no. the, if the Bills are in the Super Bowl, I will be in Buffalo with. It'll, if the Bills go to the Super Bowl, it will be like a pilgrimage being called back. Yeah. Um, everyone What's it from called? Buffalo. Oh, yeah. No, pilgrim, pilgrimage. A pilgrimage. Yeah. yeah. And then everyone will be returning to their homeland. Mm hmm. For the game, it'll be crazy. They will literally shut the city down. I wonder if they're gonna have to put, like put up laws. Like we can't take anyone. This is like a little city. We can't take any more of you crazy fuckers. Like we're coming. I've been to Buffalo. It's it's shut downable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's a funny way to describe it. Um, did you have thoughts on this game, Dosh? Um, yeah, I know. I know. I said I don't take unders, but I'm gonna take the under for this one. I think it's the highest one of the week, fifty-three and a half. But um, I think it's skewed because they did blow out two teams. And the only – last week, though, the, the, the close games all were unders and the blowouts were all overs, and I don't see a blowout happening this weekend, or especially in this game. I think it's going to be really close, like some 24-21 type B. So I really am looking forward to this one. I just didn't want to pick the, the spread or money line. I mean, it's literally a coin toss. Right. Uh, but I am rooting for the Bills. Thank you. People forget that it is New York. So why not let them ride? Say the only New York team, dare I say it? It is. <sighs> you're right. <laughs> you're not You're not wrong. The other, the other two play in New Jersey. Yeah. That's right, they do. Um, yeah, I actually Bills, heard something baby. interesting here, Dosh, to sort of support what you're saying. So um, the idea is that when you get two like high powered offenses, so there's this like statistic, like um, offensive success rate. And it pretty much says like, if you need nine yards to get the first down, do you get the nine yards? If you do, that's a successful play and then vice versa. So when you have teams that are successful on offense, pretty much just good offenses, when two top 10 offensive teams play, the under hits more uh, often than not, which doesn't make sense intuitively, but it's just because the, the line value is super high. I mean, what's this game at? Is it 50 something? 54 and a half. 54. That's a, that's a high scoring game. That's a very yeah. high scoring game. So the idea is that even when you got two really good offenses, it might be natural to pound the over, but the line gets so inflated. I mean, these are teams that if you, if I was to ask everyone, what are the best two offenses in the playoffs right now? I guarantee you most team, most people would probably pick these two offenses. Um, so with that's that, one of the Rams, side, maybe, yeah, maybe the yeah. Rams sneak in there. Maybe people just say Tom Brady for Tom Brady's sake. Um, but I mean, the line's super inflated, and you know what? I, I tell you what, the, the smart gamblers, they look for inflated lines and they go under, so. That's why I'm taking it. Sure. Hell yeah. Great pick. What point play is that for you? Oh, yeah. I didn't really say mine, but that one's my one-point play. Okay. Just because I, I, like we said, over-unders aren't, like, fun. Or, yeah. like, uh, unders aren't fun. Sorry. Overs will gas you up. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, that's my one. The um, Bengals was my two. And then Packers, five and a half is my three. Love it. Nice. Uh, Jared, you want to go over your picks quickly? I'll give mine, and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. Like refresh what I gave? Yeah. 
yeah, so my one-point play, Bucks minus three. Can't bet against Tom Brady. Two-point play, 49ers, Packers over 47 and a half. And then three-point play, Bills plus one and a half. You got to ride it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and mine is one-point play for the Bills, two-point play for Green Bay to cover. And then we also got Rams to cover as my three-point play. I mean, you know, there's just less games, so less to talk about, but I appreciate everyone listening. Um, me and Jared Wait. is – oh. What about what about some uh, got props? Got honorable mentions. Props. What about some props here? Yeah, I'm... I was gonna say if you want a prop for me, I was thinking about this as well. Um, I really like Gronk. I said this last week and it hit last week, so I want to say it again. I like Gronk over, and the idea is that you're gonna have Jalen Ramsey, this really really elite corner, on Mike Evans the entire game. I think they're gonna be you know white on rice the entire game. So I think Gronk is gonna have a lot of space. Um, so give me Gronk over, you know, if you want to do anytime touchdown score, if you want to do receptions, if you want to just do yards, that's fun as well. Parlay all three, be a psycho. I love that. Um, love it. My, my part, I got a couple here. So first one, I got Josh Allen over 53 and a half rushing yards, Devin Singletary over 59 and a half rushing yards, taking both of those. I think I said the same thing last week. You take both of those, parlay it with a Bills money line that gives you a plus 313 parlay. It's pretty nifty. I also like Debo Samuel over 54 and a half receiving yards and over 38 and a half rushing yards. The thing about Debo, nice. it's so hard. Like, I love Debo as a player, but you don't know if he's going to get those yards off a handoff or a pass. That's why I'm always so hesitant to do anything in terms of Debo with props, but you know he's going to get a, so many yards. It's just how yeah. is he going to get those yards? So, Jerry took both. Yeah, yeah. maybe <laughs> you'll probably cover both. Uh, my last part, my last honor, my last little prop I like here is all of the games uh, have a first drive result prop. The field goal in all of those games is plus 400, a field goal attempt. Mm-hmm. So if someone lines up, lines up to kick a field goal in any of the four games and you took that bet, it's plus 400. Oh, wow. Seems very good. Yeah, um, it's just a super nice line and like it's super feasible. Especially because early in the game, I think teams are more inclined to just take points. But second, third quarter, when they're either getting down a little bit, I think that's when they sort of force these fourth down shenanigans. Yeah. Um, you know, first drive, you're you're assuming you're going to have a nice game. You're not going to panic. You're not going to do anything weird. You're going to take the points, especially in the playoffs. So yeah. I like that. Yeah, man. So you got any then, random props for us? Uh, no, the Josh Allen one was mine yeah. that I had thought of just because you said Devin Singletary was – Rated the highest one. I'm surprised Josh Allen wasn't up there. Yeah. That guy looked like a straight up running back in the first quarter. Yeah, last game. But no, nothing much for me. And just for the viewer or just for the listeners, you guys, what are you, what are you guys' scores at again? I for am at 75 and Jared's at 72. So I have a three point. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Super close. Um, keep that in mind. Josh Allen rushing. They obviously make a point to unlock him during the playoffs, which I think is a smart way to go about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hope everyone's bets hit. Um, remember, only irresponsible parlays, no logic, no thoughts, no. too much money. Yeah. Cross your fingers. If your parlay's things. less than plus 800, it's a stupid parlay. <laughs> His words, not mine. Put a blindfold uh, on. Thank you all for listening. Start touching the screen and see what you get. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just keep poking the screen and see if you get over <laughs> 800 and then press the submit. <laughs> right. um, Add a zero to your bet. Hit it. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> oh my God, this is, that's dangerous. <laughs> I saw some, I'm not going to say who it was, but I got a friend of mine and he just keeps sending me his betting slips. And I got to tell him, you, you got to stop because you're giving me anxiety. He says this to me like before the game. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, I don't hate this bet, but that's, that's too many zeros. Like, and they hit and they, and that fucker, he just keeps hitting them. <laughs> All props to him. You know, I'll say it. Yep. It was, it's Mike Liguori. Good for Mike Liguori. Um, <laughs> I don't think he would give a shit if I said it. So He loves um, it. Yeah, I fucking knew that's who it was. Yeah, you know, Jared, Jared had him on the show this year. He met the psycho. You know what? We only had him on once, I think, right? Yeah, maybe we bring him back next week. I, I think that's going to happen. Um, look at that. You guys get to see how this show develops. We're <laughs> behind the curtain right now. Um until we speak to Ligs next week, everyone enjoy. Stay safe. Stay warm. Hit your picks. Thanks for listening.